Life's uncertain journey. Well, good evening and uh, welcome to Life's Uncertain Journey's Blog Talk Radio broadcast for Tuesday, April the 14th. And this is uh, 2020. I'm Nadine Davis and I'm your host for tonight's broadcast. And um, I'm not sure if my co-host was able to get on tonight, Alicia Lockhart, but uh, we have really been um, just looking to the Lord for uh, answers and guidance for ourselves and for our loved ones during this uh, really uh, particular time of great stress and trial uh, that we're all having to face all around the world. We are broadcasting live from Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, I'd like to welcome any new listeners that may be listening for the first time. Uh, Welcome. Uh, I pray that uh, you may hear something tonight that will bless and encourage and strengthen you at this hour. Um, We are so grateful, my husband and I, for this privilege and opportunity that God has provided us to proclaim his gospel over these airways. And that's what we're on here to do. We're on here to share the gospel of Jesus Christ because that is the only thing that can save our souls. You're not going to have it come any other way according to the word of God except through the gospel. And um, we're just so happy to be able to uh, have the privilege of doing that. Um, also, I'd like to welcome um, for listeners that join us each and every week. Please know that we are uh, we are so very grateful for your love and support. We appreciate the wisdom that you share, the time that you spend with us every week, and we pray that you will continue to allow the Lord, to use you to be a blessing to those that are listening. And by the way, um, this broadcast is being heard um, all across the United States and in five foreign countries. So we have already received confirmation that people are hearing the broadcast uh, from people as far away as Nigeria and Pakistan and, and people right here in the States. But what it does is it confirms to me that God has a purpose. He has a purpose for uh, allowing life on certain journeys, as well as my husband broadcast, um, New Beginnings, um, that we are able to even do this. And so um, our diligence and our faithfulness to let him have his way with us is our heart's desire. That's There's no greater desire that we uh, have except that we let God have his way because we know what he wants to do. See, he wants to save souls. He wants to get people ready to meet his son when, when he comes. And all he asks is that there be a willing vessel that would be willing to yield themselves to him. He says our bodies are to be given to him. It's a reasonable measure of sacrifice that we can offer him so that he can still do the work that he needs to do in the earthly realm. You see, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father in the heavenlies. 
when he comes back, he's not coming back unto himself and take us back uh, to heaven with him while he prepares the next batch uh, that are going to come through the tribulation, those that are going to be saved through tribulation after we leave, um, they're going to be prepared. So the beauty of what God's desire is that he has willing vessels that are uh, yielding themselves for him to use, and that's what we desire to do. Um, Life's Uncertain Journey is an interactive Christian broadcast, and uh, what that means is everyone can participate. Listen via the Internet, and those are primarily people that are not in our area. But people locally and here in the United States who want to, they can dial in and be a part of the conversation that we that we have every week um, to share their wisdom, to share their concerns, you know, and um, and also to uh, to be a blessing to those listeners that are that are on the broadcast. So I'm just grateful to God for it all. Anyway, I'm going to ask my husband John Davis um, if he would. Go right ahead and please open our broadcast time with prayer tonight. Mr. Davis? Okay. Can can you hear me, Mrs. Davis? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Very clear, too. And and Father, we do thank thank you you for for this opportunity. This is a a great opportunity, dear Father in heaven. You allowed us to share your word. And the dear Father in heaven, uh, um, and, and to let everybody know who you are, Lord. I mean, that you're real and that you hear our prayers. And in spite of everything, yes. you are full of everything. And we're not to fear you. you this is nothing new for us. Uh, the, you said that these things were going to happen and that we should not fear, but turn to you for everything, that you are our comforter yes, and Lord. you are our protector and you, you are our provider and Dear Father in Heaven, I mean, you just continue to do these things and say these things, and a lot of times we fall short, and we actually forgive us yes, for Lord. not realizing who you are to us and what you continue to do for us, Lord. So, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to let us remember, Lord, and to, to turn to you, Lord, and our own understanding about mm-hmm. what's going on. That dear Father in Heaven, uh, as we listen to the airways tonight, dear Father in Heaven, the word that comes forth, dear Father in Heaven, that the brothers and sisters listening, would share what the Holy Spirit has given them also to share, Lord, that their Father, we Amen, know that Lord. we're not to answer people, but we're just one part of the body, Lord, one cell on your body, Lord, and you're the head. Mm-hmm. So, Father in heaven, according to your word, I ask you, Lord, that you uh, would use us, dear Father in heaven, tonight. I ask you, Lord, that you keep the airways clear and clean, that there'll be no interruption, <laughs> that, that, that the word will come forth, and as uh, Christ was uh, raised on resurrection. I mean, he was raised, and uh, we recognize it on Resurrection Sunday. But, dear Father, have we also recognize, Lord, that once we receive you, it's our resurrection. That's the day, though, that we are born again. Oh, and so, yeah. Father, thank you, dear Father, heaven, for knowing you and allowing us, dear Father, heaven, to each one of us get a chance to know you, dear Father, uh, personally. And so, Lord, we thank you for even this time that we shed in. Dear Father, heaven, we use this time to get to know you and to hear your voice. And we ask all of these things yeah. in Jesus' name. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much, sweetheart. I am um, I'm going to try my best to uh, 
keep myself uh, in check during this broadcast. And what I mean by that is, you know, I just, I'm just so full. I'm full to the point of tears. Um, and the the fullness that I am experiencing is, is not a, a morning type of fullness. It's taking me a lot um, to wrap my brain around why I am even here at this particular juncture of eternity. And it just, you know, for me personally, I just can't take it lightly. You know, and I don't take it lightly, and I don't want you all to take it lightly because um, I think you've heard me say this time and time again. Our God is a planner; He just doesn't do stuff just to do it. You know, He's got a plan for everything He does, planning that He has put in place for this generation is us. He put us in this generation of what the news media and everybody else is calling unprecedented times. But he's got us here. So my heart is full because I don't know what the Lord would see in these bag of bones that he could use to benefit this generation. But he's got us here, and he's got us here with purpose. So uh, I'm just desiring that I don't let him down, that I don't him, but that I make certain I am always available for him to use at a moment's notice for whatever. I've become so sensitive to everything that, you know, any little interaction that I might have with anyone preceded by a prayer, a prayer that God would anoint my lips that whatever will come out of my mouth would bless and encourage somebody. You know, I don't have a whole lot of money, but you know, I know my husband wouldn't like it too much, but I would probably wind up giving it it away. And it's all because of how good God has been to me. I know where I came from. I know what a wretch of a woman I was, and in many cases still is. But I want so very much to please him. And that goes without saying, I'm sure with most of you on this call, those of you that are uh, among our, our usual listeners, men and women of faith, it's your heart's desire to please God, and I know that there are often times that we fall short of that. 
and it grieves us to no end. You know, you think we would have learned something by now, but here we are like Israel going around the same old mulberry tree, around the same mountain over and over again. Prayer, beloved, is that in this particular season that there would be a tenacity in us to want to get this thing right. Whatever the price is that we have to pay. You know, you read the story in the Bible Jesus gave about the woman who was cleaning a house and found a, a, a pearl, I think it was, a great price. I mean, she was willing to give up everything, the whole house, just so she can get that pearl. Man buys a whole field because he knows there's a treasure in the, in, in the field. And this is where I'm seeing, I'm seeing that this thing called uh, the kingdom of God is priceless. There's nothing on this planet that can equate to what we are about to embrace when our Savior comes to get us. He said he went to make a place for us. So that when he comes, he can receive us unto himself. You see? And he's faithful. He's getting, he's got things ready. And when he comes to get us, we're going to have an opportunity to see it and, to, and just to enjoy whatever it is he's provided for us. And I know for most of us, we're grateful for whatever blessings we may get. But beyond all of that, I just want to see him. The one who is the reason I am even saved today. That's Jesus. Came and died for a people that he knew was going to crucify him. He knew we would not love him. He knew we would not follow him, that we would not be faithful to him. But it did not stop him from dying for us. Why? Because his father loved us so much. He didn't like the idea of what Satan did to mankind in the garden. He didn't like it then and he doesn't like it now. How the enemy can just so slyly trick us like you know, pedophiles trick little kids with candy, toys, trick them right out of their parents' yard and takes them off. That's what Satan did to us. He tricked us and took us off, grieved his heart because he wants his children back. And so, he sent his son. I think I've shared with you before there's a passage of scriptures that says that God was in Christ reconciling this world unto himself. You see, he was working through his son. That's right. That was his plan. He was working through his son to get us back. 
The Bible says it pleased him to crush his own child so that he could get us back. The very ones that rebelled against him in the first place didn't want to have anything to do with God. I remember those days. I was having big fun, getting, doing everything I was big and bad enough to do. I didn't have time for God. He couldn't offer me nothing. Beloved, he came anyway. He said, son, and by his divine operation of power, transferred our sin to his son and punished our sin through his son when he put him up on the cross. I'm telling you, this whole salvation thing is just mind-boggling to me that you know, when you think about it and you see how we treat other people, I mean, how we even treat people in the body of Christ, how can we have contempt for them? How can we not wish the best for them, even when they fail? How? When God has just been so gracious to us, we know we don't deserve this. This grace this unmerited favor that God gives us. No. We didn't buy it. We didn't work for it. But he gave it to us anyway. Made it available to any of us that would accept the lordship of his son, that would accept the sacrifice that his son paid for our lives and surrender ourselves to him. Oh, what a loving father we have. Anyway, I'm I'm going to check and see if uh, my partner was able to get on tonight. My uh, uh, beloved sister in Christ is she is she there, Alicia? Were you able to get I on? I am here. I am glad to be here. I'm there mad she is. that I. I... Hey everybody! <laughs> I um I kept dialing in and it kept telling, giving me this error message. I said, Oh no, you don't. <laughs> I kept. Kept trying, and I'm so glad I was able to get on. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad you were. What in that. the world? Yeah, well, you know, we're going to always have opposition, honey, till we get up out of here. Yep. But just but, like I got um, up in here, we, if we keep fail not, we win, right? Thank oh, God. yeah. We win. That's that's how the story <laughs> ends. That's how it ends. So, um, so welcome once again, everyone. Uh, thank you so very much. Listen, I'm going to put you on um, on uh, mute for a second, if you don't mind. Um, no we're worries. Just going to, we're just going to um, just share a little information about uh, what God is doing uh, with Life's Uncertain Journey, uh, Blog Talk Radio Broadcast, and, uh, you know, it's, this particular venue that he's provided, I mean, we're we're on lockdown all around all all across the world. But God didn't necessarily put us on lockdown because we can still share the word of God. We can still encourage. We can still build one another up. 
you know, through some of the uh, avenues and tools that the world has created. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just for their use, but it's for our use as well. And so we're going to use it to the glory of God. And so um, many of you already know, but if there's anybody that doesn't know, uh, my husband and I, we oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship. It's a ministry that God gave us um, in 2016, an outreach ministry, and our, uh, our commission was to, and still is, is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and to make disciples. We, we consider this to be a very integral part to the growth and advancement of the kingdom of God. Just proclaiming the gospel of loan is not enough. You know, the, the, I understand that what winds up happening is um, that without the uh, full balanced uh, command that, that Christ give us taking place, we wind up having people that are stillborn. You see, you, you, you tell them the gospel and they, they, they receive the word of God and then you drop them and you leave them. But these are like little precious babies that have been born into the kingdom of God, and they need to be nurtured. They need to be cared for. They need to be discipled. They need to be taught. They don't know. You know, we assume that they know, but everybody didn't come out to church, you see. So Jesus left us with that command, and we make disciples. And that's how his body grows. So uh, my husband and I are grateful for that privilege. And um, not too long after we uh, launched Charlotte Christian Fellowship, um, Booker and his wife, Elnora, agreed to join us in uh, prayer and support to, for this ministry. Uh, I think they live in, in Florida. and uh, but, but Booker and my husband, uh, they work together for a, a Wednesday night broadcast called New Beginnings. And book is all the way in Florida. I'm in Charlotte, and Alicia's in in uh, Wake Forest. But look what God is able to do. Willing vessels, that's all he asks for. Just be willing, and I'll do the work, the Lord says. But um, I was telling you that because um, there's some of you that, that uh, may want to participate in uh, my husband's broadcast on Wednesdays. Uh, they're doing a chapter-by-chapter study of the book of Genesis. And then sometimes when the Holy Spirit changes the route, guess what? They follow him. They go wherever the Holy Spirit uh, is leading them in their teachings and uh, their uh, their studies. And so at 7 o'clock on Wednesdays, um, New Beginnings broadcast takes place. And th- if you want to go and listen to them on Wednesdays, it's uh, 657 3831624 and we support each other. My husband tells people about our broadcast on Tuesdays and then I in turn want you to know that my husband also is hosting one on Wednesdays and who knows the Lord may expand it where we even have uh another broadcast night during the week. I don't know how that will work, but anyway, uh for right now it's just the two of us and that, again that number is 657 383 uh, 1624, Wednesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. So 
uh, what I want to do is uh, just make sure that everyone um, mute your phones, please. I know you've heard the background noise, and you know it don't sound too good when we're trying to hear each other. So if you hit star six on your phone, and sometimes if you're on your house phone, you don't have a mute button, but you can just push star six, and that will mute you. And then when you do want to speak, remember you got to take the mute off, and it's the same process, star six, to unmute yourself. But um, I want to go ahead and unmute us because I want to um, just hear from some of you um, that have uh, been uh, witnessing all the things that have been going on in the last uh, few weeks uh, here and around the world. Um, I just want to know from those of you that are willing to share, uh, you know, how has all this impacted you? I mean, what what has been going on in your heart? Because it's hard for me to believe that there are believers in Christ, followers of Christ, that have not heard a word from the Lord. And if that's the case, I need to pray for you all tonight because there's just no, I can't, I can't uh, come up with a scenario where God would go through all of the, uh, uh, to the extent of having us shut in for this period of time and then don't say nothing to us. I don't believe that's, 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 that's his plan, but I could be wrong. But anyway, for those of you uh, that are, uh, listening on the internet, of course, you know we can't hear you. But if you, by chance, want to join our conversation, just dial this number nine two nine four seven seven three four two seven, and you can dial right into the broadcast where we can hear you. But other than that, we can't hear you. You just may want to listen anyway, and that's all right too. But I want to let you know that it, that it is available for you. So, um. Uh, I mentioned before also this is an interactive radio broadcast, which means that we all can, we can all participate. So you don't have to be shy. You don't have to tell us your name if you don't want to. You know, but if God does deposit something in your heart that will bless and encourage uh, those listeners that are on our broadcast tonight, by all means, I encourage you to do so. This week I asked a question on our Facebook page, which was uh, – is going to be a part of the focus of our conversation tonight. And my question centered around whether or not anybody remembers any of the signs of the return of our Lord. We've been talking about it now for about two or three weeks. We've shared some scriptures with you. Um, but how is all this impacting you? And could it be, could it possibly be that we may be that generation that sees the coming of the Lord? So the mics are open. Anyone who wants to uh, share, please feel free to do so. Hi, Miss oh, Nadine. Hi, darling. How are you? Um, I'm good. Um, this is Marlon. Yeah. Hi, Marlon. I'm 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 so thankful for for this season, and it, it sounds. I want to be mindful of the fact that you know. There's, there's, there's the the um, 
the best of times and the worst of times going on. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, just as you said, what what God is pouring into you as we are in mm-hmm. isolation, it's like I feel sometimes like I'm drinking through a, a fire hose, and um, wow. I just have I just have to to just kind of just as it were step away sometimes. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, but, but what excites me is that what I hear you saying, you know, it's like, it's like when Mary went to visit Elizabeth and the baby leaped. It's yes. like this, the yes. same thing saying yeah. is, is, is what I'm hearing. And, um, you know, especially about the discipleship part, because I put a post on Facebook, um, because I'm always like, Subconscious about going like Facebook Live, but you know, God just put it, gave me the courage because I've been praying about courage. Bless your and heart. God just gave me the courage to do it. And He's like, I was like, yeah, but my face is so shiny. But, <laughs> but He said, <laughs> you know, so I was on my couch with my blanket and I was just talking to the camera. And the thing that um, resonated with me, I what you're saying, and, and, and it's there. It's 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 there somewhere in the in okay. the um, you know if you scroll down. But you'll see if you get to watch it that he just gave me this image of of discipleship that we we should just stop churchifying it and look at it the same way like how yes. a man or a woman would look at somebody like you know what I need to improve my jump shot. Can you help me with it? That that's discipleship. <laughs> Somebody who's just a little further, and the same thing like with corporate America. If we want to be the assistant VP, or we want to get to the next level, or whatever, what is uh-huh. one of the things they give you in training? Find a mentor. Let them get mentor, you to the next right. level. And and yes. it's the same word, mentor. Um, you know, coach. You know, it's just that mm-hmm. person who is not perfect, but God. Yep. Can, put you alongside them might be that's a person who had a struggle with pornography or with, you know, yes. it's not, not always womanizing. Sometimes it's manizing, you know, whatever that word mm-hmm. is, but it's just somebody <laughs> who, who can, who can walk with you. And you know, what really, really touched my heart is um, that, you know, just there was like a perfect storm happening in my life over the last year where, you know, I found myself in a relationship with somebody who was not a Christian, but it was like everything else seemed right. And I was like, okay, God, we can work through that. But all through that time, (laughs) it was just like, I felt like, you know, when somebody put, I don't know how to put it. It's like, you just felt that void in you like you know mm-hmm. I ate at I can eat at every anything that's fine dining in court in, in Charlotte I ate there it's like it was just you know on the surface a beautiful experience but God was right that's why I, I love the story of when God said that I left the 99 and came yes. for the one because yes. I I 
experienced that coming for the one. I experienced God just breathing down my neck. I experienced Mm. him not letting me go. And I'm telling you, it's (laughs) like the love of Christ is not spooky. It's like real. He really, 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 really loves us. And he's like saying, yes, he does. you know, it's like we hear it. And I, I'm going to say it again, but I don't know if we really hear it, that I'm not waiting on you to be perfect. I'm just waiting yeah. on you to be available. And um, yes. I just said that. I just love that story that where he left the night. Yeah. Who leaves 99 things and, and, and go for go get one? Who does that? Yeah, but Jesus. Our God does. So yeah. I just thank him that in this season that he's just reminding me of some foundational things. I thank God mm-hmm. for uh, Steel Creek's prayer call that recenters me daily. You know, mm-hmm. whatever goes on in between the four hours or whatever time I get on the call, I know there's somewhere that we can go to be recentered and refocus and Iron sharpening iron. So I just wanted to, yes. to share. I could go on and on, but I just wanted to share that. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. You know, it's another thing that um, I believe God has revealed to, to my heart as a result of this uh, this shut-in operation is that, you know, we're still thriving in our faith. I mean, I know we can't be together, you know, but it reminds me like the early church when, they started persecuting the Christians. They couldn't gather together in no no church, you know. No church. They were right. they were running for their lives. They were running for their lives, you know. And so, what we learned and what history has proven is that when the church went into underground doing persecution, when they came out, they came out with power. Yes. Yes. You see, <laughs> and and I I I see. I really am seeing that that is a possibility for this church, the, the, the modern-day church of God. We're out of all of the religiosity. We're out of all the relics. We're out of all the rituals, all that kind of a stuff we, 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 we don't have, okay? So right. we're down to the bare-bones bare worship. Mm-hmm. Where we have to mm-hmm. get with God yes. on our own, you know, yes. and yes. the music, yes. you know, you know, we don't have the praise and worship people standing up in front of us, you know, and yes. and God mm-hmm. is just showing yes. us that that that's not required. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing, you know, just like it's you know just you know what they call the icing on the cake, but it isn't required. Mm-hmm. You wake up, I wake, I wake up, waking up so many mornings. With songs just playing in my head, you yes. know, and I just yes. open my mouth and start Hallelujah. letting them come out, you know, and yes. it's just wonderful. But it's a whole yes. different kind of a uh, 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 thing that God is allowing us to see that He's yes. able to sustain us, maintain us, and and keep us even in the midst of a shutdown. So yes. I know for yes. for many of of, uh, of my my fellow uh, brothers and sisters in Christ at the household of faith where I fellowship, you know, miss seeing their faces. God knows I do, you know. Uh, yes. And in the same token, 
I'm liking what I'm what I'm experiencing, you know. I can come in here, you know, and close my door, and I can praise and worship God. I can study my word. I don't have no interruptions. Well, I'm going to say I don't have no interruptions, but, you know, I can control that too, you know what I'm saying? But I can mm-hmm. spend time with my father. Uninterrupted yes. time. So it's just been it's just been a whole wake up call for me. Anyone else just want to hear you share what has God been revealing to you during this time of being alone with Him? Oh, Miss Nadine, this is Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hi. So I think for me, um, He's revealed to me how to deal with myself. Okay. Um, I'm alone a lot now. I'm not, I'm not fellowshipping with like my friends and people at church and on the worship team. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I think, and I think it's a critical time for us to be able to, to learn that the greatest fellowship that we could have is with Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. It's That's right. And it teaches us to look at ourselves and how are we acting? You know, and so I was reading Ephesians 1, 4, 2, and it says, Be completely humble and gentle, patient, bearing with one mm. another. And that is so important because it we're is. all going, we're going through life. We're like, we listen, we got to be humble because we're, we're forced to be humble right now. We are, yes. we are being yeah, forced right. to be humble. And mm. so whoever isn't, guess what? you got to buckle down and, and just do what you need to do. And so a lot of people, you know, the way that I see it is like right now is the time to love, be gentle with other people. And to understand that, you know, love covers everything. Love is everything. God is love. And we just have to be yes, able yes. to have relationships with others and, and be able to listen and, and understand that we're all going through so many different things. On top of that's right, this virus that has everybody on lockdown, you know, that's it's, right. It's putting people in situations where you got to deal with family issues that you've never had to deal with because that's you're right. stuck in your house. You, that's right. Real up close and personal right now, ain't it? <laughs> up close, and, yeah. You can't get rid of your kids. I'm sorry. No. Nope. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 a lot for me taught me to be to be patient um with myself and to look yeah. at myself and how am I treating other people how am I being with my kids you know am I being a good friend you know am I reading the bible enough you know is church everything no it isn't church is not everything cuz you could go to church every day of the week and still not have a relationship you talking with God. about you talking about the building church yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, to, to the to the to the address. That's it mm-hmm. to the building. It, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It's it's what it's the relationship that you have with Christ, and you know, I'm not going to say that my relationship with Christ is amazing. I'm growing, and so that's what it's taught me is that you know, serving is amazing, but what you do, what are you doing in that moment when you're not serving? You know, are you still studying God's word or serving all that you're going to do? That, that to me, that's, that's all that it's revealed to me. 
Praise God. Praise God. So then that means that you've been in the Word. Yes. Praise God. Um, It's going to be different for each of us because I think one of the most precious things that I've heard, I don't know if Regina's on with us tonight, Regina Sanford, but, you know, when she was talking about how, uh, you know, it all caused her to see who she was. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we don't deal with ourselves. We deal with everybody else. We can see the flaws in everybody else and talk about what they didn't do or how they didn't act, this and the others, you know. But we, we, we very seldom will sit and take and look introspectly at our own soul, you know. And I, I really believe that that's a part of that humility thing, you know, where where we, we at least humble ourselves enough so that God can show us some stuff about ourselves, you know. Just like I was telling you all a few weeks ago, you know, John and I, we, you know, we discovered that, you know, we're saying two different things, but we're actually saying the same thing. And we had our own little, you know, uh, issue with the fact that we couldn't understand each other. But the truth of the matter is we were both saying the same thing. And that was a revelation that came from God. <laughs> you know, we both had to laugh about it, you know. But these are the kinds of things that God wants to perfect. He has the job of perfecting us because we cannot do it on our own, okay? But if God shows me that I have a critical spirit, okay, and it does, that spirit just doesn't go away. So what I do is I get on my face before God, and I say, Father, help me to, to, to cast this thing out of me. I don't, I don't want to have a critical spirit, you know, that, you know, somebody says something and I got to criticize every little sentence they said or just waiting for the one little word they say that don't make sense so I can come back with something else, all that kind of foolishness. You know, that that, that kind of stuff, you know, is, is, is not a part of what God is designed to do in us. As the body of Christ, the Bible says, if you want to know how much we, you know, the, the Bible says, if you want to know whether or not we're disciples of Christ or not, Look at how we love each other. He said, this is how the world is going to know you that you're mine, is by the love you have for each other. Okay? And so that love that God is desiring us to develop in us is not human love. It's not friendship. You know, it's not, you know, uh, what's that other word? Clickish, for lack of a better term. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the same kind of love he wants us to have to each other as he has for us. And you know that's going to be hard. Because the Bible says you can't even comprehend that God's love. But he, it, he will transform us and allow us to experience his love for us. And we can in turn provide that love to somebody else. The same grace he gives to me, I can give to somebody else. Instead of me, you know, trying to tick off all the things that my husband does wrong, I can be grateful to God for all the things he does right. Same thing with me. Because I can be hard on myself. I can be hard on myself. Probably more so than somebody else would be hard on me. But I got to give myself a break. 
I've got to realize that, yeah, I messed up, but guess what? God chose me anyway. So there's got to be some credit for, for something. He's obviously got a purpose and a plan for my life, and it's up to him. Fix me, because I can't fix myself. But I know my heart is grateful. I'm grateful that God had mercy on me. He had mercy on me. He had mercy on you, Marlon. He didn't just leave you to your yeah. life or whatever, little, whatever you were planning. He came after you. Yes. Yes. And, Thank girl, you, I'm Jesus. telling you, if there's anything that I'm telling you, it's if anything that gives value to who you are, it's your relationship with the Father and the love and grace that he extends to you every morning that you open your eyes. We take it for granted. But every morning when I get up and my eyes open, joy just fill my heart because you know what? God ain't through with me. Yeah. He let me get up another day so I can get this thing right. And I want to spend my day finding out how to do that. I want to spend as much time as I can finding out how to please him. That's what I want to do because he let me, he, he, you know, he didn't let the devil take me out. Mercies was waiting for me and I got a brand, brand new slate. Brand new slate. Every single day. Anyone else? So for me, um, what, what I've noticed is God has me sitting right at his feet and the, on, the fire uh, <laughs> you know the fire and the flame is blazing now he said I don't want you to be lukewarm oh, yeah. you, you know I don't like right, the lukewarm right. hot or cold well, I'm on fire and and um you know just what I've noticed in me is everything that I do now, and this is how it should be, but it wasn't, and uh-huh. and and I pray that it won't go back to business as usual, if and when this thing Amen. is over, right? Right. But everything right. I do is a thought of God, whether yes. it's praising Him, thanking Him, checking in with Him, you know, checking yep. up with Him, you know, just just verifying and measuring my every thought and being with what I know that God, you know, is God is, you know, and, and it's causing me to just be, um, have this zeal, this zest, you know, so much. So I didn't even pay attention until Nadine, we had a conversation about what tonight's topic would be about. Well, but a little bit before that, uh, my cousin called me. She called me, y'all, mm-hmm. and she said, "Alicia, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What? Are you, what, what? What are you? What are you and Nadine talking about? What's going on?" And I said, "Well, um, you know, we do the broadcast, and I'm reading it." She said, "No." She said, "There's a light that's shining from you. That's she said. You all, everybody, we already know <laughs> that you love the Lord." She said, "But that light." Is shining, and I just want to tell you, I was oh, wondering yeah. what in the world. And I Amen. said, Well, Lord, I said, You know, I hadn't even thought about it. And I'm not boasting, please don't hear that, y'all. Please don't. It's like the you know, the young lady, mm-hmm. Melissa said, You know, it's not, it's not perfect, 
She said it's not amazing. It is amazing to me, but it's not perfect. We're still growing, and we're getting closer, and I'm yeah. thankful, y'all. Y'all just don't know. When I'm talking to them, my, my stomach is bubbling up with, you know, with the Holy Spirit just being grateful <laughs> of, you know, how he's showing yeah. up, y'all, in my life. And then yeah. just, just take a note. Take a note, y'all. Take a note to say, wow, that was God. <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> What's next, Lord? What, you, what 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 are we doing here? And I find myself reading, yeah. y'all. I don't like to read a lot. I find myself reading more, asking questions, having discussions, praying, not rushing through my study, making the oh. uh, confirmations of one thing to the next that I study. Oh, I just read that a few minutes ago, or I read that yesterday, <laughs> and that's the same thing uh-huh. that Seth says, and, you know, uh-huh. and it's Connected just, the damn, pop, right? pop, 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 you know? Yes. Yeah. I'm getting chills when I think about it. And so that's oh, where I believe, that's what this time is for. This is a time of renewal, yes. revival, and uh, redemption. All those things, y'all. Go back yes, to the Lord. Friend. Go back to from when we were created. This is what we Hallelujah. created for. Right yes. before I got on this call, it was five minutes of. And, you know, I have one son, and he's he's just so, he, I probably love him in the way that you love somebody other than your husband most than anybody in the world. I, I realized that the other day. I said, you know what? That might be true. I said, but, but, and I usually, when he called, because he lives in a different state, I drop everything and I give him my undivided attention. Well, now God gets that kind of attention from me. <laughs> you know, for five minutes before the call, I was talking to him. I said, oh, I got to go. My call is, is about to start. And he said, well, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? <laughs> you know? So that's what it's been. That's the change that has brought been brought yes. to my attention and that I you know Praise that I know God. and I'm so thankful for it, y'all. I was walking I walk all the time, they didn't know that. I was walking in my neighborhood and I had my little earplugs on and I was re uh praising God and just listening to some spiritual, you know, uplifting praise music and tears was rolling down my face and my neighbors came, you know, walking by and I just look at them, Hey, I'm just praising them. <laughs> you know, just keep on going, you know? <laughs> And it, it's fun. It's it's a wonderful, loving yeah. feeling. And I just pray that, yeah. you know, I will continue. Y'all pray with me that, that we'll continue in this because this is where he wants us to be, yeah. y'all. This is where he wants us to be. Yeah. Right too, at his, like, like Nadine said, at his feet like Mary. At his feet like wow. Mary. That's right. Wow. That's right. That was what my devotion was about this morning, that, that uh, Mary chose the better part. Yes, and that's what we do. We we're choosing Amen. the better part, and God is making it possible for us to do that. And like I said, when we come, I I don't know. It's just I don't know why I keep seeing this or believing this, but I do believe it. I do believe it. I believe that when we come out of this, the power and anointing of God is going to be on us. In a great way, yes. we don't see God yes. do exploits through us. We're not going to be ashamed. We're not going to be timid. We're going to be bold in our faith. We're going to trust God to use us to do some impossible things, you know. And I'm not talking about hanging out shingles and setting up shop. 
I'm not speaking about that. I'm talking about going out and showing the love of God, proclaiming his gospel yes. to people that don't know that, that God even loves them. That the whole world, they, they have no idea because they don't believe in God, you see. And we can't just, we can't just preach it to them. We have to, we have to, we have to, what's the word I want to use? We have to develop a relationship, the kind of relationship that will permit us to say some things to people. You know, you, you can't say certain things to people you don't have a relationship with. I mean, you can, you can say it, but I, it's not going to go very far. But it's when you mm-hmm. have a relationship with people and they know that you genuinely care for them, then when you start telling them about the truth of the gospel, they know it's coming from a genuine place. They may even call you a little kooky or crazy, but they know that you're only saying it because of your relationship that you have with them, because you care about them. Yeah. You know? And God will show my, us, my, show us um, those individuals. Uh-huh. Go ahead. My my friend is a, a minister, but she also is a, um, she works for American Airlines. And she said that now... Like there's how there's nothing much going on on the concourse. It's like they're like, Corinne, do you want to have a prayer group in the conference room? So she's so wow. she. It's like now everybody is seeing her. You know, it's like she she is. They're seeing her um, as that per, go-to person. But because of her track record the last five years, showing up on time, being the coworker, being the encouragement, it's not like a different person being presented to them. So she's able wow. to minister. Yes. Praise God. That's wonderful. Well, listen, I want to spend the last few uh, minutes that we have on our call tonight praying. And I know that some of you may have uh, or know of individuals that are having to deal with this virus up close and personal. And so uh, I really want us to bombard heaven on their behalf. Whether they know God or not, God, our God is merciful. He says in his word, I don't want anybody to perish. I was just blessed the other day. I was on a, uh, uh, one of the, uh, with Melissa and uh, Carla, they, they took me. They told me, well, you know, since we are all shut in like this, let's ask Miss Nadine if we can do a Bible study. You know what I'm saying? And I said, oh, my goodness. I said, y'all just going to take advantage of me, right? Just pull, pull me on in, you know. And so I said, well, fine, let's do that. And anyway, uh, little little Carlissa, bless her heart, um, she, you know, had asked me a question. And her question was about, Miss Nadine, why would God let the coronavirus kill people? And so I had to, I had to look to Jesus to help me to give her the kind of answer that she would understand. You know what I mean? And you know what? He did. He came through for us. And she was able to even repeat it back to me. She repeated to me what she heard, confirming that she understood. And I'm telling you, we have such an opportunity at our at, at before us to do some great things, great exploits for the Lord. And um, the other day when they were talking about the uh, the Passover, that morning, God was showing to me, do you know what? Do you know how important those women were that got up early that morning and got all their spices and stuff together to go serve the body of Christ, the literal body of Christ? 
Mm. They did that. They was worried about, you know, well, who going to roll the stone away for us? We can't move that stone, you know. But they didn't stop walking. They kept right on to the tomb. Nothing could mm. have kept them from their purpose because they were going wow. to serve the body of Christ. And behold, when they got there, guess what? The stone had already been rolled away for them. Sisters, that's what Amen. do for us. While we still trying to figure stuff out, he had already worked it out. But we got we to gotta keep pressing on, keep moving. Don't let the devil shackle you down in a situation. You hold fast to God's unchanging hand. So if anybody, um, if you would just give us the first name of somebody that you know of that may be going through right now uh, fighting this virus, and we want to pray for them. Tina and her husband. They both Tina, have. Okay. Mm-hmm. My else? cousin uh, Barbara, her husband Barbara. Arnold, their two sons Sean and Keon. Sean and what's Keon? In Michigan. K E O N. They're all in Michigan. All right. Anyone else? My friend Dashani, she's at the ER now waiting on results. She's having, okay. um, you know, it's, we don't know if it's a virus, but, you know, people are at the right. ER for things that's not the virus. So Dashani. Yes. Shonda Dushani. has the, the virus. Yeah. Shonda, okay. And I'm going to um, add Carmen, our beloved uh, Carmen. She's a... Uh, She's got some uh, pre-pneumonia stuff going on in her. So, Father God, we come before you tonight in Jesus' name, calling out to you, Lord God, because you are the great healer. You are the physician, Lord God, that we look to. We're thankful for the men and women, Lord God, that serve us in the hospitals. But, Father, you're the only one that can cure us. You're the only cure for our disease. So, Father, we commend all these names, Tina and and her husband, Lord, and Barbara, and Arnold, and Sean, and Keon, and Deshani, and Shonda, and Carmen. Father, we commend them to you, and we ask that you would be merciful unto yes. them. Yes. Father God, that you would not cause this virus to, to take them yes. out, Father God, but in the name of Lord yes. Jesus, Lord that Jesus. you would cause it to be a testimony for them of how you brought them out. Father God, in Jesus' name, we commend them to you. And by faith, Lord God, we trust that you will touch them, heal them, strengthen them, and return them, Lord God, to health. And we're asking all of this in the name of Jesus, who was wounded for their transgressions and bruised for their iniquities, so that the chastisement yes, of their peace would be on him. And it is by yes, his stripes that they are healed. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' Amen. name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen.